Welcome back to another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast with me, comedian Catherine Maloney. And me, Minister Mary McGee. Join us as we spark in honor of Joan of Arc. Yeah, this week we are talking about Saint Joan of Arc. I haven't smoked weed, like, except, like, I've been cutting back, so I'm only mm-hmm. doing it for this podcast, so I am so high right now. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Are you excited for tonight's episode? Yeah, Joan of Arc. I told my mom about it and she was like, I didn't know that was a saint. (laughs) Thank you. That's what I was going to say right out the gate. I had no idea that she was an official Roman Catholic saint. Yeah. This is legit. All right. So Joan of Arc is uh, on the farm with her mom. Uh, They didn't teach her how to read or write or anything, you know, um, no need for book learning. No, <laughs> you know? no. You're just a woman. You're going to spit out baby. I know. And, but, but they're I French. I can't do a French accent. <laughs> I can't. No, I can't do any accent. All of mine sound like either Southern or like Australian. <laughs> or really New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, she was always like busy with, you know, like turning wool and like tending to the cows and doing like all that kind of stuff. And then I guess mm-hmm. the brothers were helping the dad with whatever shit he was doing. And he was like a really strict disciplinarian Mm. and Joan was you know like really to herself most of the time but she had a loving relationship with her parents supposedly and like they did normal like things they had like a typical life Mm-hmm. There was some kind of like a church fire that happened and it was very traumatic. And shortly after that, that's when Joan began hearing voices. Mm. And at first the voices were like saying nice things like <laughs> go to church and do good. Yeah. Like be a good girl and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so that's what she did. But then as time went on, when she started to realize who these angels were, then it all started to make more sense. So the three angels, that kept going to her were um michael the archangel mm-hmm. i feel is, like he's everywhere like is he like always coming up and i don't know i'm pretty sure he's one of my angels too really? like oh, i don't want to brag so cool. i mean that that makes me sound a little full of myself yeah, that he would right. be willing to take the time out for me maybe but you know who he is he's the leader of god's armies. is that what it is so you're always I knew he more. was something big. I knew mm-hmm. he was something big. Yeah, that, he's like one of the big ones. And then that's, yeah, that's pretty important. Super important. And then um Catherine of Alexandria, who okay, is her uh, before too. Yeah, so she's like another fighter. So again, that's a perfect fitting for Joan of Arc because what yeah. she's about to embark. Um, and she's also Catherine of Alexandria is the gambling saint. So if you want to petition her, you um, light a white candle at midnight on Friday and on um, top of a slot machine. Yeah, you're <laughs> and like, then you uh, with your eyes win. roll back. <laughs> <laughs> Religious persecution. <laughs> What's Jerry doing? <laughs> it's Friday at midnight. <laughs> you know what he's doing, Beatrice. <laughs> So yeah, so she'll help you with that. And then the other Saint Margaret of Antioch, and she's also known as Margaret the Virgin. Wink. So um, those three were the main ones. And then so many other angels were like popping up and they were just like, hey, be good, like do your chores. Anyway, (laughs) you're going to have to kill a bunch of people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Oh no, she was 14 when she first started hearing them. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she like at first was hesitant. She was like, no 
thank you. Like, you yeah, she's like, not, not this girl. I'm just going to sew this goat a sweater <laughs> and call it a day. Sew this goat a sweater. <laughs> oh my God. If that was my life, I would be so happy. I would fucking love to sew a goat a sweater so, and just like chill, like on a pile of hay. <laughs> it sounds so nice. I'm, I'm rocking back and forth and thinking about <laughs> being on like a big porch, you know, in the old wooden rocking chair and just yeah like, oh it's another yeah. cry for help cry for help <laughs> <laughs> so yeah she uh <laughs> you nailed it you nailed it so once she could picture who these angels were and she saw like oh my gosh it's like a big deal like these aren't just like your ordinary angel no they're bringing in the big guns yeah yeah it's the backstreet boys (laughs) (laughs) and we're back all right so she was like going from these like orbs you know just saying like like basically they were they were like catfishing her they're like hey we're cool oh my god nothing to see here just a bunch of angels saying what's up and do good things with your life and now they're (laughs) like listen this is a really big deal take a seat we want you to literally go lead the French army against the English. No big book. She's like 16 at the time, I think. Yes. So then they just start like really egging her on. They're like, you need to go down there. So she has realized that she's the one that needs to lead. So listen to this. The dad has a dream that Joan is being led by a group of men and like leaving their village. Now, keep in mind, this village also is one of the only places in all all of France that is still also aligned with France. The English um, have turned a lot of the French people over. There's a name for them. There's like a group of them, but they are, they're all in cahoots. Like there's very few French who are still supporting the French, but this town is one of them. But he, so the dad has a dream that these soldiers who are really French, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Take her away. And back then dreams were taking a lot more seriously than like you and I take dreams. <laughs> no, then like today, like the way that that people see yeah, dreams the is just like their dream. Mm-hmm. There's dream interpretation, but they're not taken like seriously. They're taken with a grain of salt, you know, maybe mm-hmm. it's a suppressed memory, but back then they took dreams very, very seriously. So he interpreted his dream as being a prediction. And he told his sons that before this were to happen, that he was going to drown Joan of Arc. And if he couldn't bring himself to do it, then one of them would have to do it. Oh my so, God. Yeah. So the sons are like, what the fuck dad? And the dad's like, that's right. So then he's thinking and he decides, okay, now she's 16. I'm going to marry her off to stop whatever. Because that also back then you might think like, oh, she's being taken over by men. What, what did he interpret it as? Back then only prostitutes left with men. So, you know, in that time period, thinking that your daughter was a prostitute. I mean, even now it's pretty bad, but like back then it was like the worst thing that could possibly happen. Yeah. So his interpretation of that led him to believe that she should, you know, drown but then said, okay, let's just marry her off. Joan refuses. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the guy is like, the husband to be is like, you're fucking marrying me, bitch. Like I paid for you, you know, like I gave a dowry, dowry. like you're fucking coming home with me. And she's like, no, I'm not because I have voices in my head that are fucking telling me that I'm a messenger of God. And I am meant to restore uh, Prince Charles to, to become King and, 
I'm not fucking marrying you. And he's like, I'm taking you to court. So he takes her to court and Joan persuades the judge and convinces them that she shouldn't have to marry this guy because she has bigger fish to fry. Wow. Like the balls on her. To like, go yeah. And, and, and at this point, she's only, she's only 16, which is ripe old marrying age back then, you know? Oh, yeah. And like you're and, an old maid. Yeah. 17. I mean, fuck. Yeah. I would rather put on a suit of armor too and go to fucking war and start you know oh I'll get married at 16 and <laughs> you wait until you're 20 like I did <laughs> you yeah. freaks <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I know what you mean but again these saints that we're reading about they're just so adamant about standing their ground and you know like having these speeches that are so impactful that yeah. in, in this dated like can time, you imagine like back then like in the four, early 1400s okay but, and shit is like going array they're in the middle of the plague half the fucking population's dead i'm sure that's why there were like more people still on the english side and the english were you know easier able to probably invade too there were less people you know oh yeah this went on for a hundred years though i didn't like all the stuff that you just talked about that was the first time that i heard any of that and read it okay you did a lot of research for this episode but you know where i got a lot of my information from actually i read a new york times article but that was like it was just like redundant of what i already had okay the doc i watched a documentary i watched it three times so i watched a documentary called joan of arc savior of france and it was on youtube oh it, it was like 45 minutes long so you know i don't retain information so i had to listen to it like three times yeah because that was the out of everything that i read and looked at it was the most informative it's where i felt like i got the most the gist most. of the story mm-hmm. so that's why i listened to it so many times <laughs> yeah no i i like that i that's what i do i i usually listen to something take notes repeat 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 yeah yeah until the point where and then I was I writing everything out at one point. Me too. So we have very similar styles. Learning styles. <laughs> ADHD. ADHD. I like our jingles. <laughs> I do. I do. They're fun. All right. So what were we, what were we talking All right, about? So, we're talk- okay. So, so I was saying, can you even believe the balls of her though? Like to fight I this. Know. And the fact that she actually won, like, oh, this is the 1400s. That's what happened. I got off on a tangent about fucking the 1400s. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, there was a plague. Half say. the population was dead, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, okay? it's a hundred year war. It's like, it's, it's just yeah, mayhem. Shit is bonkers. And and she is like in there fighting at 16 years old. Like she's a woman sort of, you know, and because she's only 16, they didn't take them seriously back then. And somehow she was able to convince them that she was being sent from God to help people. Yeah. One of the things that she did that I read about was that she took a vow of chastity. And then I think the father had a intentions of marrying oh. her off. I did so, forget about that part. That's true. That so, was definitely a part of it. Yeah. She probably went to the court and said, listen, I've already made arrangements for my future. I've already yeah. conditioned my my life to God. How could you say no to that? Wait, I mean, like when you take a vow of chastity back then, was it like an actual written deal or was it like a handshake? Like with, with I think God? it's like a ritual. Oh, it's like a thing? Mm-hmm. Like you're oh, I thought like, you just like said it like vow of chastity. <laughs> Not going like, to do it. <laughs> I declare bankruptcy. No. I declared. 
<laughs> doesn't work that way. Aww. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's just like how we used to have to do like, uh, you know, reconciliation and confirmation, like all the sacraments. I think mm-hmm. the vows are the same thing, like incense, like it's a real party, like candles. Oh my God. There's a little song. There's a little prayer. There's a little promise. There's a little love, you know, feeling it. Vow of chastity. I oh, think. Oh, wow. That sounds like a party. Like that sounds better than a pampered chef party. <laughs> a vow of chastity party. Yeah. yeah. I could sit here for free. <laughs> Man, that's like, that must feel so good just to be like, I don't want to fuck anymore. No, thank you. I know. I'm going to have a ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> in my backyard they're gonna be like what the fuck is she doing now lois <laughs> do you lois. see her she was fucking lighting incense in her car earlier okay meditating in broad daylight and now she's fucking back there dancing <laughs> <laughs> so she takes the vow vouch- vouch- <laughs> oh right right like right party. okay <laughs> it did sound like a party that all right <laughs> Find me up. I have to write everything down. Do you have to write everything down? Yes, I'm so it's unreal how my memory is like non-existent. It's so bad. It's, it's so, so bad. horrible. Like I cannot learn. <laughs> you do this every week. You are chugging along. You're doing Yeah, because it. this is my only class. What if I had eight? <laughs> I know. Well, baby steps, baby. We're just like army crawling. I know. Right my now. brain's like, hello, I just woke up, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking give us some credit. Yeah. You, read a little more. <laughs> you know, this helped because like you're reading those pages from the book or whatever. So yeah. um, even if you're watching all the YouTube like I am, I love I love a good video because I, I put closed caption on and I take notes and stuff like, you know, it's a, it's a good way for me to learn and retain information. But I still have to take notes because once I write it, write it, write I it. I took notes at my psychic reading because I knew I wasn't going to remember anything she said. So she probably like thought I wasn't paying attention. And I'm like, and I'm listening very intently to what she's saying, but I'm being very quiet mm-hmm. because I was like writing everything down. So I think it's so cool that grandma's with you that I I think she's with me. I she mean, is. Yeah, for she sure. You'd be surprised. I had some surprise guests show up. Really? I did. Whoa. I did. I had like some surprise guests and I was like, what? Really? You came for me? Oh my God. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> Seriously. It's kind of weird. Thank you. I didn't even know you me like that. <laughs> You're yeah. like already an angel. <laughs> it was crazy. Well, now that you know, you know who your guardian angels are like you should light a candle I know I know and you know I told you about the cardinal in my window it's grandma it really is she confirmed it I didn't tell her about it she told me about it (gasps) it's grandma Mm I love it. I love it. I love it. I always think everybody's around me constantly. They are. Mm -hmm. So I think that's very, very cool. Even I'm around you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So she totally fucking says, I'm not marrying this motherfucker. Yeah. She says that. And then she just like, she convinces her uncle to like, get her closer to where Prince Charles is. Yeah. So I saw that she went down to like the commander, like it's at the garrison. I don't know what that is. But yeah. So they went down and she was like, hey, I have to go see King Charles. Like I need, you know, permission to go see him. Yeah. And the main guy, like the boss was like, give her a good slapping 
and send her home to her father. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, what the fuck? I know. And that was on the kids cartoon. I was surprised it was in the kids cartoon, you know, but then again, I don't know if that's really that surprising. I know. Like beat the shit out of her, send her home. That sounds like, I guess that's what they would do back then. Yeah. And they, if they said it like that, then it must be Or in like 1987. So yeah, they totally. It was a sad day. It was a sad day. They sent her home and, you know, she went home and the angels come running back to her and they're like, hey, wake the fuck up. Yeah. Like, this is it. Like, you have to go. You have to go and you have to insist that you go to King Charles because you have to get him, you know, back in power. And that's your mission. Go, fuck up. And so, yeah, a lot of pressure on this. I know. I wish my voices were were that um, good at like finding ways to use your time. (laughs) Right? Good life coaching. Mine are like, take a nap. (laughs) Why are you awake right now? You can do it later. That's what they tell me. I have a, you could do it later. Angel. Yeah, Yeah, me too. I love, thank you. Yeah. Do it later. Yeah. As long as it keeps working, I will continue to procrastinate is not going to fucking Yeah, me too. Mine are like everything. It's fine. Go lay down. (laughs) Yes, that's grandma. It's fine. Go lay down. Oh yeah, it probably is. Oh, that's definitely so she uh freaking goes back and she goes up to that guy that told him to slap the shit out of her she goes up to that commander and she's like listen the french are gonna lose the battle of rouvray yeah and the commander guy was like you don't know shit about nothing like shut the fuck up and he dismisses her and the next day they come running and they're like we lost the battle of Rouvray. And so he knew there was no way, any way possible that that kid would have known that if it wasn't for uh divine revelation. Yeah. So he was like, saddle up partner. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna fucking get you to the king. Yeah. She travels for days in enemy territories. Like there's a huge war going on and all these battles are happening. You know, the English are invading. It's just craziness. And she's just goes in so yeah in order to prepare for this you know journey she uh chops her hair off you know like will byers or uh, lloyd christmas yeah you know, yeah bowl cut, <laughs> cut. <laughs> she's like this is a good look right no like, <laughs> so she puts on men's clothes she cuts mm-hmm. her hair and she goes and travels for a couple of days yeah she gets to the kingdom and king charles makes her wait for two days yeah he doesn't want to see her he's like yeah no you fucking wait out there sweat it then finally he's like all right i gotta get this over with so when king charles finally says all right let her in Mm -hmm. he decides to do a little trick on her so he puts on like regular like nice clothes but just like he looks like he's like one of the guests or you know the court or whatever and he goes into the crowd so Joan of Arc walks in fucking immediately knows it's him she makes a straight beeline to him and she's like what's up I'm Joan of Arc oh my god 
me and you gotta have a chat bud and that's what they do like so ballsy I couldn't even like quit a job when I was like 16 I could not do that like I still work there (laughs) you you don't have Michael the archangel you know like coming to you saying this is it there is no like ambiguity you have to do this so (laughs) yeah so I mean that's a lot of fucking pressure that is a lot of pressure get all these fucking angels popping up like did you do it yet did you do it yet it's like a bunch of micromanaging you when they study her story and everything they don't know for sure if like she really just did have psychological issues or if these voices were were real well the thing that convinced king charles is that she told him a prayer that it was in private that king Mm -hmm. charles said to god so the message king charles was like dear god please save my you know kid or whatever oh my god really because i knew that she told him something private but i didn't know what the context of the conversation was so that's Mm -hmm. what she told him a prayer yeah it was a specific prayer that he said to god that he told him um hey this is what it is so then king charles was like this is legit because i didn't say this to anybody but to god so let's go so again saddle up partner and he puts her on a horse and he put her in white armor well she never got a period oh so it was because it was like pure like a wedding dress i don't really know but i was just when i think of white i think period automatically (laughs) and then i remember it oh my god she never got a period (laughs) so that's just my own okay so but it probably represents something like that yeah but i'm thinking like the day you put white shorts on you get your fucking period yeah like, what were that's they all i think about fate? that's all i would think about is like as soon as i look at white pants i just i'm like they're gonna but be ruined that is like a target on her back too yeah i leader to like like fucking fit in you know you don't want them to stand out with it's like the opposite of camouflage i don't know i know i guess they shouldn't have wanted her to stand out like well but people were hearing about her there was some legend going on that that france would be taken down by a woman and and i guess it was charles's mother like she's they said something about like him being illegitimate and people not really liking her and stuff like that there was a prophecy actually Mm -hmm. that the kingdom was going to be taken out by a woman but it was going to be saved by a young virgin and then they hear about this Joan of Arc who's like come into town so in the midst of like this all happening like the people in other towns are hearing about her and they're kind of like getting low-key excited it's like the prophecy is yeah yeah it's totally exciting and he was bought in so he gets her all ready and he also gave her a like flag that had Mary and Jesus like written on it so I think it was supposed to be a symbol of like yeah do not fuck with she's yeah she's She's like from God you assholes like Mm -hmm. get in line and then I think she also made the people hopeful yes you know yeah absolutely it was very motivational and so he went to go hand her a sword Mm -hmm. and she was like nah I've got one and she was told by the angels like where it was buried and so she yeah. went and dug it up and everything and I just thought that was cool because it's, it's kind of like Excalibur. Yeah and that's another thing that in their minds only reaffirmed the fact that she was from God because the sword was like behind some altar and like some random church and she knew exactly where it was exactly where to find it and so their mind and, and in Charles's mind it's just saying like she really is a vessel
vessel of God. And she really is going to get me back on this fucking throne. Cause there was times that he didn't even think he deserved it. They described him as being very like unsure of himself. And he had like this reputation for being an illegitimate child. And, yeah. and he, he was like an anxious, they described him as being very like nervous and neurotic. Mm-hmm. So like, he was like probably feeling like unsettled, right? Because it's yeah. like, could they take away my throne because I'm an illegitimate child? Do I really feel like I deserve this? Yeah. Yeah, like he, to be true. yeah so but whatever she's, like half in half out all the time yeah and then whatever else she said like in that room or maybe it was the prayer like just made him feel like that must have been his calling you know what I mean because he was all down on himself and now he's like up again and he's like oh my god like the shit's happening like maybe he said to god god do I deserve this you yeah. know am I really the heir to the throne and maybe that's the message god you know gave him said yes this is your destiny like get your shit together back Joan of Arc and yeah. let's get this party started yeah quickly <laughs> right yeah <laughs> so that's what happened she went into battle with all this and like you said she was just like on and, fire with the soldiers they but were she only so had amped one, up I'm sorry she had one day of training no one day of fighter training when God she got your like, back I mean do you feel like she really really fought or do you feel like they protected her because they were like it would be like almost I mean maybe they did somewhat like I know that the men that she was running with like the other soldiers they actually revered her like they didn't view her as like a sexual person really they actually really admired her so I think there was some level of protection but then like you know at the end they all like jetted and left her yeah so so I don't know I I mean she must have she must have fought I mean she got injured you know oh yeah I forgot about that yeah so. so she did she did get injured but you know she like got healed like almost immediately it was like yeah it was like a crazy like okay right back on the battlefield and I think that solidified her reputation with the other soldiers that even though she got injured she still went right back to work yeah and it's not like a secret that she's a woman like they know that she's a woman she just dressed like that and cut her hair and everything like that they said that supposedly she did not have any sexual desires whatsoever but that's really irrelevant her hiding herself was to prevent being lusted after or raped like you know what I mean like it was like the 1400s so she was trying to like look more like yeah Mm -hmm. you know just like I'm here to work you know yeah I I, I, my destiny has been determined and God did not you know bestow upon me a traditional family so yeah eyes up here buddy See you eye in this white armor. Oh, you know that heat. So yeah. Oh my god, I must have been so fucking hot. Oh god, yeah. But, oh my god, I would definitely get killed right away because I would not be able to keep that on. I would just be the worst at any type. Of, I know. I always think that. I'm like, I would be like, oh, I'm just gonna take this vest off and then shot. <laughs> I can't. By breathe. my own side, they'd be like, exactly. They'd be like, shut the fuck up, Mary. Everybody's hot. <laughs> yeah. So she was the opposite of that, and she freaking did it. They freaking won. They got the. English out of France. It was yeah. a big two da, and yeah. And when she did all that, the they next thing like, that she did, she was like, "Gotta get this coronation done. Gotta yeah. get yeah, gotta get King Charles coronated on the throne. Lock it in. Mama's tired." <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's what they did. They dragged their feet a little bit, but they and Charles is did. like. Ah! 
with me while he did none of the work. None like, of the work. Such a like, and on. he was shitty to Joan. He was super shitty. To yeah, Joan. he was actually. You're right about that. He didn't give a shit about her, and she went right back out there. Like she went right back to work to make sure everything else was like cleaned up and yeah, and getting out of there. And when that happened, the English captured her. Yeah, she went in there, and supposedly she she shot a note into like wherever the um where all the you know English were hanging out. <laughs> Like the pub? Yeah, <laughs> only it was like a tower. And <laughs> they were at work, Catherine. This isn't a social call. <laughs> they were busy taking over a country. Okay. So she shoots it into wherever the fuck the English are. And it just says like, you surrender or, you know, I'm coming for you. And they didn't surrender. And they, they ended up losing that one because like you said, they captured her. They knocked her off her horse. They fucking beat the shit out of her. Her oh. men, like, all fled and left her and they fucking captured her i mean she had a good fucking run though she's 17 at this point like she was 17 uh, you know what i was doing at 17 nothing i wasn't saving france okay (laughs) no she was considered the most famous person in europe at that time like she was at the top of her game everybody knew who she was everybody was amped up but for some reason king charles was like super shady about it when she got captured like he didn't even do anything he didn't really I know he was such a fucking dickhead such a dick and so the English like they can't arrest her and charge her because the French won like that can't be the charge yeah so they charged her with Mm cross-dressing which was like a big no-no back then so they charged her with that they charged her with witchcraft yeah and they charged her with heresy so she keeps letting them know listen I have angels that visit me they deliver the word of god i do everything i can to play it out for him yeah as, as he's requesting so i'm a vessel for him totally you know like, regular like, talk <laughs> literally like don't shoot the messenger like i what is your that are on fire you know like hello fucking... <laughs> they were like all right we'll fucking play your game so <gasps> they get some theologists and they do these like um, assessments on her and they ask her these questions so yeah one of the questions was are you in god's grace and that's like a trick question for Joan okay. of Arc because you can't speak for God in that moment. Uh, oh, okay. It would be considered very disrespectful and it would prove to them that she's just an asshole narcissist and she there is no divine in, in, intervention. Oh, that's fucked up. They fucking fucked with her like that? Yeah, because they really want, and she knew this. So she was like, can't yeah, go I didn't that know route. This part. But she was like, if I don't say something, I have really sealed my fate. So, yeah. Yeah. This is what she says to them when they said, are you in God's grace? And Joan of Arc says, if I'm not, may God put me there. If I am, may God keep me there. So she was putting out that vibe. Like, yeah, like before them. I got you suckers. So she and um, this was like 600 years ago. So there's like records. Mm-hmm. of a lot of this stuff especially with her i feel like for some yeah. reason there's just a lot of documentation there's three days where there's no records of anything i was about to say recordings <laughs> i'm like because that came out in the 1400s but there's no like records of anything for three days
days. And in that documentary that I watched on YouTube, they kind of, this actually makes me sad because her dream was to have a vow of chastity up until death. And there's a lot of insinuation that there's circumstantial evidence that she was probably raped like during those three days and beaten. And it's just like, I mean, that's so fucking sad anyway. Yeah, she's the patron saint. When you make that that commitment, it's just so that much more of a violation. I mean, I I know she burned to death, but that still upsets me. (laughs) Oh, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah. And I think what confirms that that's probably the case is that she is the patron saint of uh, rape victims. Is she? And torture victims and soldiers. And so, um, so that really. That's nice. That's a good one. She's there for you if you need her. So this all goes down. She's trying to escape like every chance she gets. Mm -hmm. She's jumping out of fucking towers. Yeah. He's really trying to save her life and it's just not going to happen. So that just makes them think even more that she's a witch because like she's jumping out of these towers and is okay. And they're like, oh my God, she must be using witchcraft. Absolutely. Like you're just supporting this ridiculousness they already think about you. Meanwhile, it's probably just adrenaline. I know. Adrenaline is like no fucking joke. Mm -mm. And she knows they're going to fucking kill her. Like there's no doubt about it. So yeah, like if you know that you're dead, fucking start climbing walls like Spider-Man. Okay. Fucking cows that like jump the fucking fence and they fucking jump off of trucks and pigs that jump off of trucks. I don't blame them. So I thousand pigs. Yeah. I guess like, you know, like you said, (laughs) when your back is up against the wall, it's like, what are you going to do? You're either going to fucking jump and and maybe you have a chance of surviving or you're just sealing your fate. So if you get the chance, jump. Yeah. So I know I would. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's another cry for help. Cry for help. (laughs) So she gets fucking condemned to death. (laughs) She's scared as shit in jail, waiting on death row. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you know, days before she's about to get burned at the stake. And she has a moment of weakness and she cries to them and she says, I take it all back. I don't want to die. Please don't kill me. You know, it's all my head. So yeah, she says she made everything up and she like confesses. Yeah, that it's just all in her head and she's just a very sick person person basically and it, you know please don't kill me over it and they're like sorry Charlie uh, <laughs> you're up next <laughs> and we're gonna do something a little special for you sweetheart and they really did they really really fucking stuck it to her I mean it was brutal they said that the people who were around watching because you know like that was a big spectacle back then like they loved a good witch burning but in this case because she was so so young mm-hmm. you know people really had a lot of compassion for her and most people had to turn away they couldn't look like normally that was something that burning but in her case they had to look away because it was too much well it was too much for a fucking lot of reasons yeah because they knew people were gonna come far and wide to watch this they built the you know the firewood or whatever the Mm -hmm. I forget what they call it like a pyre or something they built this thing up and they had to make it bigger because there was gonna be so many people so oh my god really very dramatic they did not let her parents see her the whole time that she was in prison. She had no visitation. Oh my God. Both really? of her parents were in the audience when she was. They there. were. 
they were in the audience and that was the only time that they got to see her so they attended I was wondering like what they were thinking because I know that word spread at some point mm-hmm. but they were like 300 miles away you know which or I don't know how far they were they were far they were far and they were poor I mean these they are were not poor, rich like, people and these are like, just you know normal people like, like they, I don't know how how quickly new, like how quickly did news spread back then like well, I don't she really was know the most famous person in fucking Europe so yeah no I know people were keeping but like, tabs what about, on her what about like when she first got there like were they like did they know any of this did they did they think she was dead like remember when you were I a kid wonder. and you would go on like one of those bike rides and like you would talk like your mom would be like okay like just don't leave that stop sign and you'd be like in the next town yeah. <laughs> like, I still don't know how I didn't get more hurt I'm <laughs> like so shocked hurt. and then I <laughs> now that I cry for help <laughs> Well, anytime I would get hurt for real, for real, like I couldn't tell my parents, like I had to hide it. Like there was definitely two times that I broke my leg that I had to just act regular. Oh my God. <laughs> because they would have killed me if they knew like what I was up to. I'm going to say I jumped off a bridge and like expect them to react normally to that. No, I just, I just had to put my whole, my broken leg, wrap it up and walk on it. Another cry for help. <laughs> cry for help. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so her fucking execution was that she was going to be burned at the stake. Couple things back in 1400s right? When they said they were going to burn somebody at stake, what they really meant was that they were going to cremate them at the stake. They were going to want like get them all tied up, you know, like they were going to kill them. And then right before they did it, the executioner would go up from behind them and either strangle them or cut their throat. Yeah. So they didn't feel themselves being burned. Oh my God. Thank God. Because that was really upsetting to me. Not for Joan of Arc. They burnt her alive. Oh, they really did. Because that's what I thought what I read but then when you said that I was like oh my god maybe they didn't that's oh what was god. so fucked up about her execution because it was bad enough that they were going to do all this especially considering like she was like one of their like stars this was an idol and like, she was so I know and she was and like she was a just little doing girl a, she was yeah, she a little was just girl a kid, you know she was just a fucking kid she a just, passionate kid anyway she was so she was burned at the stake at 19 years old and they made her wear this like little paper hat that had like a description of like like heresy and like all these things like the reason why they were executing her she had to wear that which was kind of yeah she was 19 I keep saying 17 I forgot I keep forgetting that time moves forward <laughs> yeah it's, she's moving and is shaken years are passing and that's I mean she dedicated like most of her life to this fight you know and, and obviously she's talking you know she ended up dying so that's oh my God, but that's so horrible oh it was fucking brutal her parents were present and then there was an English pop or whatever who witnessed uh, right at her last breath a white dove. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the white dove popped out. The last words that she said according to the kids cartoon was Oh yeah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus over and over again until her last breath. That sounds pretty fucking normal to me. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a religious thing. I was like, I know they were just saying that she just kept saying Jesus, which I guess she was probably calling out, but she was also fucking burning alive. What else do you say? I know. And then to just add insult to fucking injury, they take all the ashes after she burns to death and collect them all up. They fucking pulverize everything and then they dump it in the fucking river because they didn't want any relics. 
relics. They didn't want anyone collecting anything. They didn't want any evidence of this poor woman. They just dumped her in the fucking river. So disgusting. I know. It's terrible. And then one of the guards was like, after it was all said and done, he said to people, I really, really regret being involved in that. Yeah, Yeah. he totally did. That's so sad. I know. And it really did like word word passed around and like they thought that that this was going to make things better and it didn't because I don't I don't know what the fucking point is. No, because that just it it empowered the French to want to, you know, take back control of their country. Like it only made them actually want to fight. So she continued to inspire them and they did win at some point. I I think it was like 22 years later or something like that. But but at some at some point they won because they're France, you know, (laughs) immediately after Joan of Arc's death, she was just an unofficial saint. Everybody felt like they had enough miracles. There was enough proof in the pudding. She was in their hearts and minds and souls 100% a saint. Yeah. The Catholic Church, on the other hand, took some time. You know, there was a couple of reasons why they felt that she should not be a saint. You know, obviously she was just convicted in a, a church court and she was condemned to death. That's a big one. Yeah. And like being accused of, you know, like witchcraft is like, yep. you know. And the witchcraft stuff is very interesting because she was buddy buddy with King Rene de Anjou mm-hmm. and he was super into metaphysics. So he was into like almost like a cult stuff, I think. Yeah. So his kingdom was a safe haven for what they said was um, occultists and Jews. And I was like, oh, such a hard Jews. Like, you know, I was like, oh God, I felt so uncomfortable when I read it. (laughs) But then I was thinking like, yeah, it's back then. Yeah, I know. I try to remind myself that too, when I hear all this craziness, like, all right, it was 600 years ago. I guess they did that. Totally did that. I was like, what is this? A golf course in Connecticut? Like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that was a hard... I didn't like it. I felt weird. I I felt weird when I just said it. It just doesn't feel right. But when you think about the time period, it totally makes sense. So, and then this is even more interesting for me. So King Rene had a personal astrologer Mm -hmm. and his personal astrologer was the grandfather of Notre Dame. Really? Yes. I fucking love Nostradamus. I fucking love Nostradamus. I borrowed a book on him recently, but I could not read it because the letters were too small. No, there was some good stuff in there. There was a special every single year growing up on one of our fucking nine channels that we had. Yeah. And it was about Nostradamus and I watched it. It was like, you know, one of those like five nights mini series or whatever. I I was on the edge of my seat. (laughs) It's really cool. Supposedly Dolores Cannon had interaction with Nostradamus and wrote books on things that I guess he revealed to her in either meditation or she does, she does that like past life regression too, like that other guy was talking about. Mm -hmm. So supposedly she has connection with him. That is so cool. So yeah, so this King Rene guy's hanging out with some cool people, fucking cool ass people. (laughs) Very cool. And according to the Catholic Church, that's a no, no. Oh, they don't like that. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. Where's your hot shard mattress? You know, (laughs) so that is. Here's your crown of thorns. You'll take it and you'll like it. Thank you very 
very much. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of the strikes against her. In addition to, you know, just being burned at the stake. Then this other person that they thought had some, you know, connection with her was Gilles de Rice. I don't know. It's G-I-L-L-E-S. Giles. Giles. And then the last name is R-A-I-S. Dereus. So Giles Dereus. Sounds we'll go good. Oh my god, that sounds like a baseball player. It does. Good. <laughs> he sounds hot. <laughs> does sound hot. So Giles Dereus was her buddy. Oh, he plays for the Yankees. <laughs> Damn. He got executed for witchcraft in 1440. So then the other thing that people try to associate her with is the kings of Templar. I look them up, and basically they were just a really devout group of Christian monk missionary they were kind of like i don't know if it's like double seven or what but they were this group that dedicated themselves like to a point where they just like took an oath of like chastity and poverty and obedience and all that shit and so they're responsible like the rumor has it that they were the ones that uncovered the holy grail and other items like that so that's that's these motherfuckers okay wow they wrote a song about that yeah <laughs> so but they would do anything to get the job done so that was a strike against her too that she was with this like fringe christian monk missionary group or whatever so they were like yeah can't get canonized because of that watch the company that you keep i'm surprised she even made it in it took them five centuries to finally canonize her and what happened was this was a diplomat five centuries like, Whoa, like wait, somebody was pushing for that because you don't just like for five centuries you're like finally like oh my fucking god okay so this is how it went down wars went down and there was some you know uneasiness there had to be some relationship building before yeah. needed to be established in an effort to restore diplomatic relations between France and what they called the Holy See and it's mm. S-E-E so the Holy See which is aka the See of Rome mm-hmm. it's the jurisdiction of the Pope and his role as the Bishop of Rome the Pope is the Pope for the whole thing but he is also the top Bishop for Rome so there's bad blood between France and like you know basically the Pope in order for them to just put the ship behind them on May May 16th, 1920, Pope Benedict the 15th canonized Joan of Arc and made her an official Roman Catholic saint with a feast day and all of the accoutrements. Wow. And that's how it happened. It was basically like an olive branch of we know shit went sideways with the war yeah. and everything. Let's just make shit right. Okay, that was cool. So. I'm satisfied with her being a saint. Oh yeah, totally. I feel I mean, good about it. Yeah. I don't know what I would do if like I literally had a vision of like an angel with like lights and like I know because they're probably like our people but like of course like if somebody is shouting things like that you're gonna just automatically assume that they're insane or be like get the fuck away from me. I'm late. Like you know like you're not going to think like oh this person is who has the answers but I guess it was also like her you know her persistence too because it really takes like think about the motivation that it takes to get out of bed in the morning (laughs) (laughs) like think about that and 
this girl who's, you know, she's never, she's never like, she rode a horse one time. She's left town once. She had like a Zumba class or something. I don't know. Her, like her only time leaving town and she's just killing it at light. She just believes in herself. I think that's what it is. Maybe we all need to listen to the voices in our head a little more and stop trying to quiet them down. You know, not all the voices. (laughs) You know, like what you really feel that connection with. Sometimes you're afraid. You're like, I know for me, sometimes the things that I want to do the most are the things that I procrastinate the hardest with because I'm so afraid that if I actually try and it doesn't work out, then I'm going to be really disappointed on a lot of levels. So yeah, I feel like that too. And I think, I think that's really like a more common thing than you realize because everything that I'm listening to right now, like all of these like uh, spiritual, like kind of guided self-help books, the common thread between them is about shedding that part of yourself that self-sabotages that shows resistance to letting good things into your life like it's all about shedding that and I'm still like not really you know there but I'm aware at least and so are you and you're supposed to learn how to use it through real life situations so you know that can be really difficult Mm -hmm. because when real life situations are occurring around you they have a vibration too that you know when you feel that level of stress when it's there's tension and everything else you know yeah and I have a tendency of defaulting back to pass bad behaviors because Mm -hmm. it's my comfort zone. Yeah, it makes you feel good. It's like a nice blanket that is slowly killing you. It's another cry for help. Cry for help. I'm so good at it. I'm trying though. I really <laughs> No, am. me too. I know. And I, I know you're trying to. So yeah, she becomes an official saint. And just overall, it didn't matter about the sainthood. It, that was just like, okay, fine. Yeah. It's official. I, yeah. But it didn't really she matter. She was still like all over the place and everybody loved her and worshipped her. And She is truly a symbolic example of like French identity. Like it's like Joan of Arc, you think French power. Yeah, you know, for sure. Sure. You know, she is a symbol, according to them, of French sanctity and resistance to invaders. So it's like Viva la France. Yeah, for real. I wrote a poem. (laughs) Oh, yes. Do the poem. I do not have a harmonica like I wanted, but it says Joan of Arc. The voices were strong. Her horse was white and her journey was long. She was a real young fighter. Didn't take no shit till she was burned at the stake, but she wasn't a witch. She wanted Prince Charles to take his place on the throne, but he peaced out when things went wrong. As she took her final breath, a white dove emerged, but she didn't die in vain because everybody heard. The war went on for 22 more years. With Joan gone, but not forgotten, the French persevered. I don't know. I started like almost like I was rapping. Then I trailed off. It's so awesome. (laughs) So her feast day is on uh, May 30th, which is her death day. And that's a very common thing with the Catholic saints. Their feast day is the day that they died. I think that's weird. Yes. Well, I don't know. Is Maybe that's like the day that they came back, you know, to heaven or whatever. That's true. It's like their return day. Maybe. So So the other thing I was thinking was it could be because that's a day that they know for sure. A lot of the ones that are from like, yeah, like they don't know. They can't pinpoint when they were born. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's why. So Yeah. yeah, I think it's cool. But I think that explains why Catholics are obsessed with fucking death anniversaries. Like, my yeah, like I never, obsessed. I know my family knows things like that too. And I just don't, I don't retain dates though. Like I don't, I don't remember anniversaries 
or really any, hard. I don't me. remember anything like that. Like I'll remember like my kids' birthdays and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's really hard for me to remember anything else. <laughs> it really is. Facebook has made it easier because they remind you. Yeah, like, exactly. Hey, it's so-and-so's birthday. And you're like, oh, thank God. Yeah. So that's always good. So she's like a really big deal. And we mentioned this a couple of times, not only within the Roman Catholic Church and Christianity. Mm-hmm. So on the religious side, she's a big deal. Yeah. Spirituality wise, she's a big deal. Big deal. But then on the political side, she's also on the secular side, a very, very big deal. The far right uh, political party in mm-hmm. France, uh, she is the emblem. So she does have this, you know, call to arms, step up, fight for your country against invaders, you know, sacrifice your life to get that shit done so they have their own feast day for her and that's on may 8th you know she has a national holiday in france and there's an annual feast celebration for celebrating when the english withdrew from you know being defeated by jones forces oh really they celebrate all that shit yeah she's like the real that's so cool do the kids like get a week off of school they better get at least a day like she's a national holiday That's like really awesome. Right? So, I mean, you know, King Charles fucking dropped the ball. I just don't think he had the fucking sack for the position. I just don't think he he was the dude. He was like a nervous wreck. It's like shit or get off the pot. And then someone goes to fucking arms for you and like does all that. And then you just like sit there and you don't fucking do anything. Yeah, like he didn't want to be associated with, um, you know, her being called a sorceress or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like, hello, she's the only reason anybody gives two fucks about you to begin with everybody forgot about your ass okay yeah like they were moved on they were already accepted that you were a done deal mm-hmm. so give me a break yeah it's, uh, it's despicable but she has inspired so much i mean not only does she have all that going on you know during her feast days but she inspires books music movies yeah albums, like across the board like somebody people look up to and you know it's interesting because because like she did all these things that I guess were more like physical so and more like measurable do you know what I mean like so maybe that's why she's more widely known than a lot of these other saints because a lot of these saint stories these people did crazy ass shit that I mean in their own way is documented but I guess this is more of like a you know what I mean like it's it's, like it's more yeah, it's tangible it's it's not like oh she moved things with her mind and like you know no she defended her country in the name of yeah she actually like went out and fought and exactly yeah yeah. And ultimately she was a martyr, you know, she, she died. Yeah. Um, because she recanted the confession at the end. Well, they she, were like, how did you get men's clothes again? After she said, yeah, she redressed me? like a man. Yeah, she did. You're right. And yeah. then they said, why would you do that? You know, I mean, like, what's the fucking difference, dude? You're going to fucking burn Exactly. She's like, cause I was telling the fucking truth the first time I heard the fucking voices. They're fucking real. And, and they told me to put these fucking clothes on Yeah, because I breached the contract like they punished her they were like you yeah they were pissed at her they were like you signed that you lied and said that we were your imagination Mm-mm. and she was like i'm fucking 19 i'm scared as shit yeah i did yeah and they're like put on the slacks yeah put the fucking pants back on put this bowl on your head <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, poor Joan of Arc being bullied. Just everybody's so shitty to her. They're just so shitty to her. Even when they were trying to get her all amped up, like Michael's like, this is your fucking job. You got one shot, Joni. Yeah, so she was a martyr as well. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she made them bring a cross also. Yeah, she had the guard hold a crucifix so she could stare at it while she uh, burned to death. Oh my God. And yelling Jesus. That's just so horrifying. I don't understand the people that were in the audience. Who the fuck are you? I know. So listen to this. This is actually like my friend Facebook posted this. It was like one of those memes and it said, and I'm sure it was in relation to like abortion, but it's still fitting for this. We're still fighting an invisible devil. They taught you to fear the witches instead of the ones burning them. The fact that people used to bring their kids, this was an evening out. We're going to the burning on Friday. This was Friday night lights. Yeah. Who's getting burned at the stake? And they were like super pumped about it. Yeah, they loved it. They sold like those big foam fingers there and they had cotton candy and they were ready to go. Crown of thorn hair hats and everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I can't believe that this is something that people would look forward to witnessing. And I watch a lot of true crime. So I've heard about what human flesh smells like. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's never pleasant. So I don't mm. understand why you wanted to stand there with your kids and watch that oh. as entertainment. The whole I thing know. is really like, up. was it was it because like maybe they were trying to teach them? Like I don't know. Like back then, like religion was used in such in a much more scare tactic-y kind of, of a course. way. It was like scared straight. It was like oh ladies God. line up, total line, or this is you. I mean, it's pretty clear what the message was like. It's always about control. I mean, I definitely would have been burned at the stake back then 100% been, I would have been one of the handmaids hung like on that wall day one in handmaid's tale day one not making it Mm-mm. yeah just can't do it I mean I don't even know I, I when I watch shows like that I'm like which role could I tolerate I know that's what I was trying to think too like obviously I mean I feel like I would definitely if this happened tomorrow I have five kids and I definitely be a fucking handmaid oh yeah and I don't want to be a handmaid I want to be maybe a Martha I was going Martha. It sucks. You gotta but... learn how to cook. It's very simple. You know, everything is very oh. regimented. We went to Catholic school. I think we could tolerate it. Yeah. Fuck anybody. I don't like a schedule thing. That's if that's my option. I'll take that one. Yeah. Me it's too. almost like you're a nun. Yeah, it's kind of like without that. the religion. Yeah, without the religion and occasional beatings. Yeah, you're definitely gonna taste blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. But you know, it's less rape. Um, mm-hmm. and you're not selling your soul like the green dress ones like I know. oh my god you they know? were so disgusting holding your rape victim while your husband fucks her oh my know? god so fucking disgusting yeah, i'll take martha i'll take martha yeah me too i'm good that's i'm done so we locked that in so she's like super pop mark twain's got a book about her there's a song from 1970 it's a leonard cohen's song joan of arc so there's like even more you know more modern i say modern because it's 1970 yeah but that is modern for sure. And then there was that 1999 movie called The Messenger. Do you remember that? Yeah, one? I do. So let me tell you something. Gun to my fucking head. If they said who was the lead actress in that? Gun to my head? Mm-hmm. Dead in this moment? I was like Natalie Portman. That's who I thought it was. And it's not. It's who Mila it? Mila Jovovich. Okay. So it's also got John Malkovich. There's there. a lot of modern stuff out there. Yeah, if you're interested in um, checking any of that out. If you want to invoke Joan of Arc, I kind of violated this. She does not like cursing. Oh, she doesn't? She doesn't God like drinking. Damn it. Oh, man. 
as her last words were Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, she didn't seem that adversity. like that much fun. Mm-mm. No, she was all business. She was all business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you need strength to be your true self, Joan of Arc is somebody that you want to invoke. If you want to speak to angels, then Joan of Arc is your person. If you want protection against spiritual magic and metaphysical danger, you can appeal Joan of Arc to protect your home and your loved ones. She's the patron saint of radio. So she really, protect, yeah. If we don't want to curse, we can. She protect us. I think she's oh, still. One. I mean, come on, it's 2022, Joan. Lighten up. <laughs> Lighten the fuck up. A lot's happened since then. And then, have you ever heard of EFE? It's that like electronic voice sonoma or something it's like when energy like creeps into like radio waves wait is that the thing that like astronauts put over themselves because they get sick in space because they don't have the gravitational pull anymore i don't know that's a good question (laughs) i don't know it's a weird question (laughs) no because I was just reading about I was something. Think, I was thinking of like, you know, they probably need protection from like the radio waves so that, I don't know, their energy or whatever. So, so she's that Apparently, person. Apparently like, there's some machine that stimulates like the mitochondria on a cellular level. Okay. And supposedly astronauts use it. And they're saying even athletes use it. The, the machine costs like, it's a minimum of $2,000. That's for like a shitty one. And it re-vibrates like everything. Cause like, you know, like we're energy. So it vibrates everything in your entire body to match that of the atmosphere and then it's making you like sleep better you're smarter you're more athletic yeah it just like resets you and I'm like I fucking need that machine oh my god I so need that machine because I tell you all the time that my insides feel like they're shaking and it's probably just I need that treatment so they can like right the wrongs yeah literally I'm like can you calm down in there and they're all like ah like, you know, <laughs> like it's literally like that on the end i'm trying oh, to watch no. this show yeah i know ruining it for me i know That's- i know your voices say that jones tell her to go to war <laughs> mine do not tell me to go to war mine are like there's a new documentary you should totally check that out that's what mine are doing mine are like we have been fighting for so long and i'm like thank you guys i know mine are like chips and salsa almost Sounds time for chips delish. and salsa <laughs> <laughs> she had a couple of like sacred animals. Obviously, horses are like a huge deal because they. Oh my god, horses her. came up in my reading today. Oh my god, I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And Margaret came up too. You said Margaret? Margaret earlier, yeah, yeah. That was one of the saints that came to her. Yeah, yeah. Original floating orb. Um, and then the other animal that's sacred to her is a white dove because legend had it that one of the commanders, when she took her last breath, they saw a white dove come out of her mouth oh, out so, of her mouth i read that i saw that it blew out of the ashes but out of her mouth that's fucking crazy <gasps> that's scary that was like her soul like her spirit like oh, i'm out and I was I like, i'm a bird imagine like right away she's like just make me a fucking bird like there was no swirling dervish yes was like, that was dear god make me a bird so i could fly far 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 from here remember that in forest gump it's like that, that was so fucking sad reincarnation bird yeah mm-hmm. so that's what happened there are a few specific groups that consider Saint Joan of Arc the matron saint and I've never heard matron saint but it totally makes sense because you would think maternal paternal so I've never
never heard of a female saint being considered the matron saint or something, but that's what oh, they said. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so she's the matron saint of prisoners, rape victims, falsely abused, the soldiers. Um, anyone can invoke her. She just loves people that love and admire and marvel at her. She likes, she likes that. Oh, I'll do that if you will yeah, help me. She will help you. Okay, now that we've done the episode, do you think it was voices in her head or do you think it was divine? Must be the season of the witch. That's what I was thinking. Was it? I don't know. I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do I think that it, the voices, maybe it was God. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Do I think it's That's possible good. that it was God? Okay, I do. But what I really think is that she wasn't sane, but that she believed in herself. And that's really the lesson here. If you have a fucking idea, just, just keep going with it. Okay. Just get on your fucking horse and ride into fucking battle and fight for what you believe in. And who gives a fuck if it was, you know, real or not real. Cause she still did it. Stop yeah. second guessing yourself uh, and write it's it what- down. You're not going to remember. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Never. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of the hash Wednesday podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Amazon music and Apple podcasts. See you next time. Bye. Bye. You're all crazy here. <laughs>